Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. After a good, hard look at what we have covered over the past 21 episodes, we have delivered on L. Ron Hubbard's admin scale or the administrative scale of importances. I think we've done a pretty thorough job of covering it. I think the time has come to end this series as popular as it has been. Believe me, we will be revising it again and again over the coming episodes and for as long as we decide to keep business-wise going because, well, the various different levels of the admin scale are very large embrace of subjects in themselves. I mean, how many episodes could we do on statistics? How many could we do on valuable final products? How many could we do on policy and so on? Trust me, we will be covering these levels again and again with more information on each as each is plainly a big subject all by itself. We may or may not mention the admin scale when we do come back to these subjects, though, because for a new listener, the term admin scale may be unfamiliar to them. And it is our objective with each episode of BusinessWise for each episode to be able to stand on its own. So we try to limit reference to earlier data covered. So, uh, but, you know, if you have followed this series from start to finish, you will always be able to place data on any of the levels of the admin scale in, in this context. In other words, we do a talk on statistics or we do a talk on valuable final products. You'll always be able to place it at its correct level on the admin scale. Whereas somebody who hasn't listened to the series may not be able to do that, but they'll still be able to get, of course, the benefit of the information on those subjects when they listen to the episode. I hope you can follow all that. But anyway, bottom line is we're wrapping up the admin scale for now anyway. Now, I want to congratulate you if you have been listening episode by episode and you've been creating your own admin scale. Well done. I mean, it's been a long series. Very well done and congratulations. But before we leave this subject, I want to pick up where we left off on the original article. Again, it was a reference or article dated the 6th of December, 1970, entitled Third Dynamic Deaberation. Third Dynamic, of course, being the urge to survive in and of groups. Remember, a dynamic is an urge for survival. You have a first dynamic urge, which is to, of course, survive as self. Second dynamic would be an urge to survive for one's family and through sex. Third dynamic, dynamic of groups. Fourth dynamic, dynamic of mankind, and so on. Some people are pretty highly motivated on the survival of mankind. I wish there were more people highly motivated in that regard. But anyway, it is an urge to survive. And those urges exist within every individual. Uh, but in many cases, those urges have been aberrated, and they can be aberrated in an individual, and they can be aberrated in a group. And so this article, entitled Third Dynamic Deaberration, is about the aberration or the derangement, I guess you could say, the insanity that can enter into groups because of a misalignment of the various levels, the 10 levels that we've been discussing. So we're going to revisit that article because when we introduced the subject of admin scales, we read and covered a, a whole bunch of the first half of the article, and I always intended to come back and go over the last half of the article with you after we covered each level. So picking up where we left off, when he introduces the subject, Mr. Hubbard says, I had developed a scale for use, which gives a sequence and relative seniority of subjects relating to organization. So the admin scale, just to remind you, it's a sequence and relative seniority 
of subjects relating to organization. At the top of the scale, you have goals. And in terms of sequence and in terms of seniority, goals are at the top. You've got to establish what your goals are before you're going to go any place with your admin scale. So when we're referring to sequence, you start your admin scale with your goals, followed by your purposes, followed by your policies. And as we went over in the earlier episodes of BusinessWise, there tends to be overlap. Like some of your senior policies are going to be the statements of your purposes of your organization. But that's a sequence, starts with goals, goes to purposes, goes to policy, goes to plans, goes to programs, goes to projects, goes to orders, goes to ideal scenes, goes to stats, goes to valuable final products, which is at the bottom of the scale. But interestingly enough, valuable final products is the level where you start exchanging with society and with your fellow human beings, uh, all the prior levels of the admin scale don't create an exchange. The final level, valuable final products, is the point where an exchange starts to occur. You've decided what is the effect that I'm creating? What is the havingness? What is it that I'm now brought into existence that I will now exchange with others for the wherewithal to survive? So while it's at the bottom of the scale and is defined best after you've gone through that sequence, you're going to arrive at that point and now you've got a statement of what it is that you're now producing and now what it is that you're exchanging. But listen to this next line. He says, this scale is worked up and worked down, and then all capital letters, until it is each item in full agreement with the remaining items. Okay, so now you're at the bottom of the scale. You've, you've gone through goals. You've gone through purposes, etc. You've gone all the way through to valuable final products. Well, now you better work it up and down. You, you better look it over and make sure that all those points are in alignment. Now, I want to define up and down because uh, there can be a confusion on the subject if you don't understand that up and down is an idiom. And if you look it up in the Cambridge Dictionary, it says, in one direction and then in the opposite direction, especially repeatedly. And then it gives an example here. The dog was running up and down the path. So up and down is talking about going in one direction and then the other direction, especially repeatedly. It has been interpreted that you start your admin scale. People have read this. So you start the admin scale at the bottom. Well, that's contradictory to the earlier sentence, which says it gives the sequence and relative seniority of the subjects. So how does that go together? Well, look at up and down and make sure you understand that. If you look someone up and down, it doesn't mean that you start at their feet and look to their face and then from their face and they look down, you're looking them over. In one direction and in the opposite direction, especially repeatedly. If I say I traveled all up and down the East Coast, does that mean I started in Miami and then ended up in Maine and then went back in the other direction? Up and down, you know, I've been all up and down the country. You're, it's talking about in one direction and then the opposite direction, especially repeatedly. So 
you're definitely going to revisit your admin scale after you've completed it, quote unquote. You've come all the way down to valuable final products. Well, now you better work it back up again. And then you better work it back down again. And then you better work it back up again. And you better look it all over to make sure everything is aligned. And that is a process, by the way, because don't forget, an admin scale isn't something that you do once. Like how many orders get issued based on the plans, based on the programs, based on the projects? Every day could have a new order. You start to see an aberration occurring within your group. You start to see things starting to bung up or the stats are starting to crash in an area or they're going down in an area. You want to review that area to see, are there cross orders? Are there orders now that are being issued that are contradictory to the goals and the purposes of the organization? Do they line up, in other words? Or did somebody create an unauthorized policy of some sort that's now got that whole area confused? Some sort of random creation of policy by a lower echelon that doesn't have authorization to issue or approve policy. These are all things we've covered earlier in these episodes. I'm kind of bringing it all together for you so that you can be thinking with this. An admin scale isn't something you do one time through, stick it in a drawer. You're always going to be active on your admin scale. You're always going to be issuing orders. You're going to be writing new projects. You're probably going to be formulating new policies. You might even be revising your purposes as you proceed and as you move forward. You follow? So admin scale is very dynamic. It's a scale. It's used to measure things, to line things up. Are we still going? Is everything still lining up? Is this operation moving smoothly? Good. The admin scale, odds are, if everything's going smoothly, it's moving forward like a Swiss watch. Our admin scale is in. The orders are being done in alignment with the goals and the purposes and the policies and the programs and the projects and so on or things are not going smoothly, okay, now we need to go and dig in a little bit and see, is there a misalignment in the admin scale? Did something come in that was unauthorized, out of alignment, a new statistic somebody's working on, or some sort of uh, shift in priority doesn't line up with, uh, with the rest of the items on the scale? So you are always holding up your scale against what's happening in your organization. Like you would, you know, if you're building a house, you've got a, you've got a level, you've got tape measures, you're always making sure, is this plumb? Is it level? Is, it, is everything coming together the way it's supposed to? You're using your scales to determine if things are fitting in correctly. Did the cabinets go into the kitchen properly? You know, oh, they didn't go in properly. You must have misused the scale or used the wrong scale. Or it may not be the best analogy, but you start to get the idea. Admin scale keeps you lined up to your goals and purposes. In order to do that, it says a scale is worked up and worked down until it is each item in full agreement with the remaining items. goes on to say, in short, for success, all these items in the scale must agree with all other items in the scale on the same subject. In short, for success, all these items in the scale must agree with all other items in the scale on the same subject. Then he goes on to say, when an item in the scale is not aligned with the other items, the project will be hindered, if not fail. The skill with which all these items in any activity are aligned and gotten into action is called management. Group members only become upset when one or more of these points are not aligned to the rest and at least some group agreement. This is a magnificent datum. You have upsets in your organization. You have upsets in your groups. You know, right away, right away, we have some misalignment on the admin scale or some disagreement with the admin scale or 
both. It makes it very simple to debug activities. Look for the disagreement. Look for the misalignment. So he goes on to say, groups appear slow, inefficient, unhappy, inactive, or quarrelsome only when these items are not aligned, made known, and coordinated. Any activity can be improved by debugging or aligning this scale in relation to the group activity. Now, there is a section of the article called Debug. So he's now going to tell you how to use this tool to debug activities that aren't moving forward properly. So he says, when orders are not complied with and projects do not come off, one should detect, isolate, and report and handle or see that it is handled any of the scale items found random or counter. He then says, if any item below policy is in trouble, not moving, one can move upwards correcting these points, but certainly concentrating on a discovery of illegal or counter policy. If you remember our first episode of BusinessWise on the admin scale, uh, Mr. Hubbard was making a strong emphasis on random policy, illegally set policy, policy established at lower levels of the organization for convenience or for whatever reason, out of ignorance. You have to constantly be alert for illegally set cross-policy. Well, we'll, we'll take an example. Let's talk about a sales area. Okay, almost everybody has a sales area. And, you know, the founder of the organization who's been setting the policy and the purposes and the goals says, all right, now look at our policy is we serve the needs of the consumer first and the needs of the organization second. All right, so the customer always comes first. So that is set as policy. This guy, you know, built his widget factory from the very beginning by making sure he took care of his customers, that the needs of the customers came first. And this is a policy that he establishes. It was very workable for him. He's built a large organization with that. Now, sales is crashing, okay? Or there's a bug on sales. It's maybe, it doesn't even have to be crashing. It's just stalling or something. Mr. Robert says, rarely it occurs some old but legal policy needs to be adjusted. Far more commonly, policy is being set by someone verbally or in dispatches or hidden that is bugging any item or items below the level of policy. So here he is now trying to debug his sales and discovers that the new sales manager has changed that policy. The policy is now the quotas come first. That's a good one. Our sales quotas must be met no matter what. New policy illegally set. The founder of the organization is like, okay, look, if it is a choice between misserving our customer and making a sacrifice for the company, we're going we're gonna to make the sacrifice for the company. We're not going to misserve our customers. That's death for us. So that's why we established that policy. We, we found that that's what's workable. Now, of course, that can be taken to an extreme. Maybe at some point, uh, people are making extreme abuses of that policy to serve the customer at the expense of the organization. So maybe the policy later will have to be amended. It'll be like, you know, the needs of the customer come first as long as we maintain the a view of the viability of the organization. In other words, we're not going to crash the whole organization to serve a customer, something along those lines. Could be a modification of a policy. But essentially, this policy of the needs of the customer comes first has been the backbone of this company. It's indoctrinated on everybody that we hire and so forth. 
and here's this new sales manager. And he's like, no, we make our quotas no matter what. That's now the new policy that he set illegally, randomly at a lower level. And now the salesmen are all doing what's called a statistic push to make sure they get those sales. And you have a lot of unhappy customers in their wake. That's the consequence of violating that policy. So Mr. Hubbard says here, so the rule is that when things get messed up, jammed up, slowed or inactive or downright destructive, including a product as an overt act, we just talked about that, one sniffs about for random or counter policy illegally being set in one's own area or quote out there. Thus, in the face of any outness, one detects, isolates reports. Remember those three steps. Detect, isolate, report. So he's thus in the face of any outness. One detects, isolates, reports, and handles or gets handled the out policy. The detection is easy. These are Mr. Hubbard's words. The detection is easy. Things aren't moving or going right. Boy, we haven't had a trouble detecting the problem that we have a problem. Then he says the isolation is, of course, a what policy that must be found and who said it. So there you isolate what was a policy that was violated or that was created, shall we say, and who set that policy. And then, per Mr. Hubbard, you report it. And you would report it to whoever is responsible for getting that corrected, getting the individual corrected, getting the, that area, the sales area corrected. You know, you don't, you're not going to fire the guy. You know, he set this policy. Maybe he needs to be uh, cleared up on what the policies are of the, the organization. But someone's got to, it's got to be reported to someone who can then take care of it and correct it, okay? So then he says, this admin tech... Admin is short for administrative tech, obviously short for technology, says this admin tech gives us our first third dynamic de-aberrator that works easily and fast. What is an admin scale? An admin scale is a third dynamic de-aberrator. You heard it here. I covered it earlier in this episode. I covered it in the first episode. I've covered it many times through this series. View it as a scale. It's a de-aberrator. You use it to detect. Yes, of course, you use it to line up your activities, but you also use it to detect the areas of aberration and de-aberrate them in your group, organization, or project. This doesn't have to apply only to a group. If you have an ambition to be a great artist or a great gymnast or whatever, and you've established your goals and your purposes, your policies, your plans, your programs and projects, and all of a sudden you're gaining weight or you're not making the progress you should, review your admin scale because you can de-aberrate that activity by looking, oh, wow, I've been violating my own policies or I created a new policy without even being aware of it that, you know, Thursdays are cheat days and I cheat every Thursday now. And uh, now I'm getting fat, you know, now that didn't work. So that's, that was an unauthorized policy. I never really cleared it. It was, came from my own lack of good judgment. Let's just put it that way. All right. So just view this admin scale in the correct light. It is a de-aberrator. It creates sanity and alignment for the activity that you've applied it towards. You do it initially to set up the activity properly. You use it thereafter to detect the areas of aberration so that you can clear it up. All right. So he wraps this incredible article. We haven't covered every single line of it, but I want to read you this last section where he summarizes it. Mr. Robert says, as the universe is full of beings and one lives with them, whether he likes it or not, it would be to anyone's interest to be able to have functioning groups. The only way a group jams up and A, becomes difficult to live in, and B, impossible to fully separate from, is by random and counter 
purposes. If one thinks he can go off and be alone anywhere in this universe, he is dreaming. Yeah, I know, guys. I'm sure amongst the listeners, there's those who've just about had it with groups. I know it's happened to me. The thought of going off and living in the wilderness by myself has crossed my mind, as I'm sure it has many people, or I'll just live off the land in this farm and deal with people as little as possible. That is not the solution. Okay, the way out is through. You know, learn the technology of groups, learn the know-how of groups, learn how to set one up properly, learn how to de-aberrate it, learn how to do an admin scale, learn how to use it to de-aberrate your activities, okay? Because existence in this universe is a group activity. It's part of it. So he says, if one thinks he can go off and be alone anywhere in this universe, he is dreaming. The first impulse of a hostile being is, quote, to leave, end quote, a decent group. What a weird one. Mr. Hubbard's words. What a weird one. The only reason he gets in jams is his inability to tolerate or handle others. There's no road out for such a being except through. Thus, all we can do to survive even on the first dynamic is to know how to handle and be part of the third or fourth dynamic and clean it up. And then Mr. Hubbard's last couple of sentences from this article, he says the following. The discovery, development, and practical use of this data has made me very, very cheerful and confident and is doing the same thing on the test group. I hope it does the same for you, L. Ron Hubbard. Okay, with that, we wrap up our series on the administrative scale of importances. We've been uh, working this over, and I hope uh, you have learned a lot about this tool and you're, in fact, using it in building your group or establishing your career or your journey through life, do an admin scale and then use it and continually review it. And anytime you run into a bug on either your project or in your group or some sort of snarl up, compare it against your admin scale. Look and see if there's been some random policy that's been established or a counter policy. See if there's some tweaking that needs to go on in policy or maybe some of the programs are not correctly aligned or were never aligned in the first place or there's some illegal orders or somebody came up with a new statistic that is not aligned with the goals and the purposes of the organization. There's all these different factors. Your scale done correctly will show them up and make it very easy for you to debug that activity or if you're applying it to your life or your career, maybe you're applying it to a family, you know, you want to have a very successful family, do an admin scale for it. Things aren't going so well in the family, take a look and see if maybe you uh, there's some out of alignment there, or maybe a policy that needs to be established that was never established, or maybe a statistic that was never arrived at, or some illegal order was set. Use your scale. Don't just uh, draw one up and say, I have an admin scale and never refer to it. It's your probably your number one tool for deaborating or sorting out that activity or group. All right. Well, I hope you learned enough about the admin scale to use it in your life and in your group. Please leave us your comments. Give us a like if you liked it. Write us at info at wiseeastus.org. Tell us what you got out of it. If you have some successes with it, we, of course, love to hear about those. And next week will be a brand new episode on something else. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'm sure we'll think of something before we uh, open up our next uh, presentation for you. Thank you, as always, for listening, and we'll talk again next week.